Welcome to Love from the Hip presents the Conscious Coaching Hour. I am intuitive medium, spiritual coach, and your host, Sakura Sutter. I am also the host of Love from the Hip. And I'm forgiveness coach, author, and your host, Brenda Reese. And I'm transformational coach, author, and your host, Rory Reich. There is great power in the number three. It is not only the number our brains remember most, but it is also the triad as it contains a beginning, a middle, and an end. It represents wholeness. And what better way to absorb information than from the power of three coaches? We created this show with the intention of assisting you in awakening your intuition and inner coach and to help you live your best life. This is where we have real conversations and share our own personal experiences along the way. At the close of the show, we'll also offer up our own personal coaching techniques related to the topic as well. Today's topic is being your best self. Be your best self, become your best self, become your true self are all common buzzwords these days. We're inundated daily with content trying to tell us or sell us ways to improve our lives, from losing weight or to getting in shape, to achieving a goal, to finding our dream job, to improving our mindset, or even to achieve ultimate happiness. It's big business. But what exactly does be your best self even mean? In simple terms, Being your best self means committing to a life of curiosity and self-discovery about who we truly are and how to express our true nature to its fullest potential. It often involves a change of mindset around how we see ourselves, our life situation, and the world around us. Being your best self takes time, a lifetime even. The journey is paid with small daily steps, a dedication to self-acceptance, and a hunger to develop new habits that can lead to a healthier, happier you. It's more of a journey than a destination, a daily lifestyle rather than an ultimate goal. So stay tuned for this episode of the Conscious Coaching Hour. We'll be discussing being your best self and share what this means to us, why it's important, and some of the actions you can take to evolve yourself and your life. And remember, if you have a question or need some advice, Feel free to message us on our Facebook page at Love From The Hip, that's H-Y-P, or call 1-888-298-KKNW or 425-373-5527. The passing of our loved ones always proves to be very challenging, but can be met with ease when working with someone who can hold space, compassion, and especially someone who works across the veil. Allow Sakura Sutter, multidimensional channeler and intuitive medium, to be your spiritual guide with the other side. No matter if you choose to communicate with your transitioned loved ones to help you with the grieving process, or connect with spiritual, galactic, and other light beings to explore and dive in more on your spiritual path, Sakura can assist you. Not only does Sakura channel insightful messages, but she also incorporates her metaphysical tools to help you move through blocks and unprocessed emotions and feelings, providing you with a closure, relief, and new mindset to move forward. So don't hesitate to take your first step towards healing so you can start living your life once again. Remote sessions available. Contact Sakura at sakurasutter.com. That's S-A-K-U-R-A-S-U-T-T-E-R. Taking care of your body's largest organ can be difficult, but not for Astera Skincare Mist. This topical skin spray supports your skin's own natural healing defenses. Astera Skincare Mist is a light misting spray, free of parabens, alcohol, toxins, and fragrance. This all-natural topical skin spray will take the woe out of your skincare worries without clogging your pores. Irritation, inflammation, redness, post-procedure sensitivities, no problem. With Astera Skincare Mist, you can continue about your day without the skin dismay. Acne, rosacea, psoriasis, sunburns, rashes, and fungus? Don't let these skin concerns inconvenience you. Instead, let Astera Skincare Mist allow you to be happy in the skin you're in. Available at Sakura Skin and Mind. Learn more at AsteraCare.com. That's E-S-T-H-E-R-A Care.com. A health crisis is one of the most challenging situations we will experience in our lifetime. It leaves us frightened, confused, and asking, why did this happen to me? Transformational coach Rory Reich experienced his healing crisis when the life he had so carefully constructed came crumbling down around him. The universe had offered him a challenge. He chose to accept it and to rediscover who he was before it was too late. In his book, Transform Yourself Through Disease, 
Rory shares his personal journey alongside eight practical steps to help those who are stuck realize their self-impairing beliefs and discover ways of transforming them so they can reclaim their health and create the life of their dreams. Don't let your health crisis define you. Take the next step and transform yourself today. For a free life coaching consultation, contact Rory at RoryReich.com. That's R-O-R-Y-R-E-I-C-H.com. Welcome back to Love from the Hip presents the Conscious Coaching Hour. I'm intuitive medium, spiritual coach, and your host, Sakura Sutter. I am also the host of Love from the Hip. And I'm forgiveness coach, author, and your host, Brenda Reese. And I'm transformational coach, author, and your host, Rory Reich. On today's show, we're discussing being your best self. If you have a question or need advice or simply want to share your experience, you can message us directly on our Facebook page, Love from the Hip, that's H-Y-P, or call one 298 KKNW or 425-373-5527. I like what you said, Rory, in the intro about the buzzwords. And, yes. And it can almost feel judgmental. And I think a lot of us are feeling pretty bad about ourselves lately. You know? <laughs> so it's easy to do. Um, but when I hear being my best self, I think of being completely authentic and finding my true self. And unfortunately, it took me almost 40 years to do that, right? And having to unlearn everything that I did. Um, and then just making that connection into who we were born into, right? And so it's a process. As you said, it's not, it's not a destination, right? It's a journey. So what yeah, would you say? Yeah, I mean, that's how I see it now. And, and um, I used to think of it one way. And I've mm-hmm. definitely changed the way that I think about it. Yeah, I'd like to hear what Brenda has to say first before I Oh, probably on the same wavelength. Because, you know, I was thinking being my best self used to be like when in corporate, when I was in all those years there, you know, being your best self was about achievement, you know, goals and and are you performing and it was performance. And so that's the way that I thought my best self is achieving and I would get so upset with myself Mm -hmm. if I wasn't. And then the comparison gets in there, the insecurities gets in there, you know, and, and just really, and that's what kind of broke my body down right was was trying to keep up with the joneses Mm -hmm. and um now i have a total different view of what the best my best self is and it's more along that body mind and spirit Mm -hmm. right like you said the authentic self and that's been my quest for a few years now is because it took me until 50s (laughs) so you're ahead of me (laughs) to be able to go who am i really and that's, that's my best self is like bringing my in, not, not, not externally driven, mm-hmm. but internally driven. How do I want to feel? What do I want to do? How do, how do I, what do I want to accomplish in the sense of being versus doing? Right. Yeah, that, that's what I'd say. I, I mean, I, I'm all for self-improvement. I think mm-hmm. it's great. But what I've noticed from my own experience and then seeing people along the way is that the energy from where these people are, from where you're being driven, yeah. right? Is it, are you being driven from a place of you're not good enough, mm-hmm. you're not worthy, mm-hmm. you need to be better? Well, a- and a- as Brenda's saying, the external, right? Yeah. What's driving you? Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's when it becomes an issue. It, there, there's never enough classes. There's never enough trainings. There's mm-hmm. never enough talking to a therapist or doing energy work because it's coming from us, this place of lack. Mm-hmm. Like that you're not good enough in this moment and somehow you're going to do some things and eventually you're going to be good enough. You're going to be your best self, right? Mm-hmm. As you said, it's like very goal oriented. And so I definitely think it is more of an, like you said, it's an internal process of just reuniting with that part of yourself that's eternal, mm-hmm. that is your true self and like uncovering those layers to get back to that place yeah. versus yeah. transforming into a totally different person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I don't think it's about transforming into a different person. It's more like uncovering yep. mm-hmm. who who we came in as. Yep. Right. You know, and that's what I was thinking about. And I was talking with a client the other day about let's let's go back and you know different people talk about the exercise, right? What did what really lit you up when you were young? Yeah. You know what really, and a lot of us can't remember like with trauma right in the background. But it's like if you go way 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 back. If you can, hypnotherapy, Sakura, would be a great way to do this. Absolutely. (laughs) Is that, you know, and and it's about 
taking that, and I had to go way, way, way back, and remembering what it felt like. Yeah, because that's when we're most connected to our true self is as a child. Yeah. Despite even the chaos and the trauma we may be growing up in, we still, as children, will find time to reconnect with ourselves. And so I do the same thing with my clients through hypnosis is to help them explore that and reconnect, Mm -hmm. right? And I tell them also to start there. But I do think, as you were saying, Brenda, I think being your best self to me also, I, I thought of that as how was I showing up for everyone else, mm-hmm. right? What did everyone else think of me? Right. How did I appear to everyone else versus how was I showing up for myself, right? Yeah, I was proud of being a chameleon. I remember that when I started this intentional, what I called it my intentional spiritual journey over the last you know, eight, nine years. It was like, oh my gosh, you know how much energy it takes? to be who I thought they wanted me to be, yeah, just like what you're talking too. about, mm-hmm. and being that chameleon. It's like, let me be this for this person and this for this person. I didn't know who I was at all. Yeah. Yeah, no, I've definitely experienced that myself. And I think now in today's age with social media, mm. people are trying to copy other people, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So it's even reinforcing that instead of like finding your authentic self, your authentic voice, your passions, whoever you are as a person, it's like, Oh, I want to emulate that person. Mm-hmm. So I want to take all these steps to be more like them versus be more of who I already am. Mm-hmm. Right? And I, th- I don't think we value that enough in our society. I don't think so either. It's kind of like creating the ideal self is what we're doing. When we look and we like certain things about people, I also think that's a mirror for us to go, okay, if I like that about them, then I must have something inside yeah, me. Yeah, you're collecting it. Yeah. So, so it's like, ooh, Maybe mm-hmm. I could, I don't want to be them, but maybe take that thing, that characteristic or that feeling or whatever that is and say, where do I have that within me that I can uncover or discover? Maybe that would also be a part of it because that's what I would do because I was externally driven, right? Mm-hmm. It's like validate. It's like, oh, I like that. Well, of course, I went more comparison. <laughs> I went more, <laughs> to be in all honesty, right? I went more negative, but learning to go more positive with it is like, Ooh, if if it if I have that within me, how can I get there? How can I uncover it? Mm-hmm. Do you guys feel the same? And do you do anything to like uncover that? Yeah, no, I think a good example is you know um, maybe you're more shy, right? And I don't know if people are born shy or born more extroverted. That's a family thing, right. cultural thing. But I do think like as an example, you may be have been born that way, but maybe in life. There's times when you kind of have to push yourself to grow and change, to be a little bit more vocal, to be okay Mm -hmm. being the center of attention, right? Especially like if you work at a corporation, you need to like give presentations or be in the limelight. Yeah. Yeah, So there's definitely times when you do have to look at yourself and go, okay, well, this is kind of the way I show up in the world. Is it in my best interest? Right. And then you can take steps to like change your trajectory in another direction, which is totally fine. Like, so I think it is a balance of really appreciating who you are mm-hmm. and your unique gifts and qualities. And then also looking at yourself in the world and some of the challenges that we have to face of just being humans and stepping up to the plate and pushing yourself to be able to like, really it's dealing with fear, but to, you know, <laughs> as we mentioned, Anxiety, like, yeah. yeah, to be able to evolve in life situations. Absolutely. So why do you think it's so important to be your true self, if you will? Well, because everybody else is taken. (laughs) (laughs) Thank goodness, right? (laughs) Well, for me, I was feeling incongruent. I I mean, the example was, and we all have this, some sort of dis-ease. Right. Happens or happened for us, and it's happening to so many people. And what I believe now is that that's why. Because I was trying so hard to be someone else. Mm Mm-hmm than who I am that my body needed to get my attention. I was incongruent. And and pretty soon with it, it's like, you know, it's like where, it, what is it? Like magnets that don't, that don't, you know, that push away on each other. That's what was happening for me. So I feel it's important to be my best self to discover who I am and learn to love every part of that, which is a challenge. But do that so that I can be in harmony mm-hmm. with me and with life because I didn't like life either. 
I didn't even want to be here, you know, because it was so hard. Well, it was so hard because I wasn't in harmony or in flow with who I was to be able to learn how to navigate the waters of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely believe that dis-ease is a misalignment with your true self, for sure. Beautiful. And having experienced that myself as well. Yeah. So I do believe that your health actually gets better as you find your true self. Or and not even find your true self. It's more that you're allowing your true self to come out, right? Mm-hmm. And accepting that and loving that. Yeah, I think it's an, it's an energy, right? Mm-hmm. It's a vibration. And, and when we don't connect with it and we try to be somebody else, then we're not, we don't have access to that energy. And then when you tune into it and allow yourself to come from that place and you have this endless well of energy because your true self is truly connected to much more than just this physical body and this being. And so I think that's where a lot of the physical issues come from because you're running on fumes. You're Mm -hmm. not actually truly connected to that source. Yeah. You're disconnected and you're trying to be something that you're not. And so I really do look at it like the more that we can just listen, slow down and connect with that deeper part of ourselves and we do connect to this energy source that allows us to just really show up in, in the world in, a, in an amazing way and full of life and full of love and full of energy and full mm-hmm. of vitality. Yeah, I remember when I was taking a training for the forgiveness coaching years ago and it was brought out in a book that came out like in the 80s where they were doing studies on people with cancer and they found a common belief like we're talking about you know, beliefs, patterns, or we will get into that, is the, that they had a common belief that if, if um, they were trying to be somebody that they were not, mm. right, to get approval, love, worthy, whatever, and if I pretend that I'm somebody that I'm not, that's incongruent, and that that was causing dis-ease. I mean, they were discovering it then, and that's a common belief with, like, clients, and you probably do the same thing with clients that I have now is like, that's a lot of it. I had to think that I was somebody that I'm not to get approval or love. Mm-hmm. And we don't. We are okay. Right. Just the way we are. Yeah. Yeah. But it's getting to that because we're conditioned out of it. I also heard with cancer, it was, you know, not wanting to live your life, checking out. Yeah. Which, I mean, that's a big part of it too, right? You don't, yeah. want, you're so tired of showing up the way everyone else expects you to that you just check out feeling drained yeah. right mm-hmm. that's how I was feeling drained and I know a lot of people are feeling that now oh yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah, it's like the imposter syndrome mm-hmm. right you're constantly trying to be something that you don't believe that you are and that you're not good enough and yeah that's like a very difficult place to live life from on a daily basis well mm-hmm. it is so how do we fill up our cups <laughs> right Mm-hmm. I mean, how do we do that? How do we know what to focus on? How do we know where to start? Where did you guys start? Mm, let's go first. Um, I had to start with relationships because when you're not being yourself, you're kind of molding into whatever that person wants you to be. Yep. <laughs> and <laughs> as you were saying, that causes, you know, disease, that causes friction. So that's where I had to start. I had to put my foot down and say, no, I can't. I need to be with someone who's allowing me to show up for exactly who I am, that I'm not too much, that I'm more than enough, but that I'm perfect in that way. And, that, and they are too. So relationships is definitely where I had to start. Whether I liked it or not, I mean, I just got really sick. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think same thing. Like I went through my process of my life kind of falling apart and then had that realization that, it is more about getting in touch with who I truly am and celebrating that and not trying to be something different. And that showed up in every aspect of my life, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's career, relationship, you name it. And so I really just, it's, it, was a, it was a change in the way that I was thinking about life and that process of like becoming my best self. It's like, oh, it's not this. Something totally, entirely different. Yeah, it's curveball. Yeah, <laughs> but it's made all the difference between the way I approach it and the mm-hmm. way that I think about it. Mm-hmm. And it, you're right, like the things that you decide to choose for yourself. Like, is this in alignment with who I am, my true self? Or is this me trying to be something different or, you know, appease somebody else? And so, Yeah, I agree. Because I think the best place is, well, relationship, right? We all learn through relationship mm-hmm. because that's a great training ground. <laughs> right. 
But it shows us, or it showed me, and it helped me create awareness. I, I wasn't happy, right? I was feeling drained. I was sick. I was going through all these things, and I'm like, okay, I was blaming him for a while, but then it's like, oh, wait a minute. It's me. How, how can I change me? And learning that I can't change anybody else, but only myself helped me so much to go, okay, where, and start to question. Yeah. Where am I not happy? Why am I not happy? Oh, how do I want to feel? Right. And it's interesting, too, because when you first meet the person, you're exactly who you are. Yes. And then you get together and you start to morph and you start to sacrifice and you start to shift. And, you know, they will do the same thing, right? Because you mirror each other. Right. And so then it comes to a point where they're like, no, I don't want you to be that way. I want you to be this way. But that's not who I was when I met you. And then you become so far from who you are. Or we want them to be different. Well, that too. (laughs) We want them to change. Yeah. Because we would be so much happier if they were just different. And I don't know if you guys do this, but I had also, after working on finding my true self, when I was back in the dating arena, I was dating the person's best potential because I could see their best potential. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I was looking for, which really set me up for disappointment (laughs) and failure. And I think we stay in relationships too long. That was my last marriage was I stayed in there too long because I could see his potential. I could see, and he was making different choices. But I knew if I loved him enough, if I held this vision enough for him, that he could reach it. Yeah, you hold that vibration that they'll come up to you instead of you going down to them. Yeah, and it was (laughs) like, oh, that's not going to (laughs) work. You know, it it was that incongruency again. Mm -hmm. It was that shift of vibration. Yeah, you have to to date the reality, not... (laughs) Yeah. possibility <laughs> it is very hard That's right super hard but that is i mean most people are just they're just the reality right like they're probably not going to change a whole lot mm-hmm. even if you're on the path like it's change is hard takes time so if you're if you're dating someone <laughs> that you're wishing they would be different well that's just a recipe for disaster mm-hmm. or even in relationship with someone right because after a while you're in relationship some, for, with someone and you're wanting them to be different when let's take a look inside us first right? see what, where am I discontented? Mm-hmm. Where am I? Why, why am I looking at that other person? You know, yeah. and to find my best self, I need to know where, where do I feel like I'm out of balance? Yeah. I think finding your best self allows you to drop that victim card. Right? It does. I know, and I'm so aware when I'm playing victim now. Oh. <laughs> it's just like, oh, ignorance was bliss. <laughs> <laughs> but I think also what you were saying earlier, Rory, about, you know, it keeps you low, your vibration low when you're showing up how everyone else wants you to versus showing up how you'd like to. And so then when you're making those decisions, you're making them out of lack of self-worth mm-hmm. and lack of self-worth, yeah. love, which isn't rewarding at all. And it won't benefit you. No, it's confusing. Yeah. Right? Like you're constantly analyzing the environment or the people so you can decide how to show up. Yes. Versus just, it's just a natural energy, right? There's no thought put into it. It's just a very different way of living life. It's reacting versus responding. Mm -hmm. It's reacting to life. So you're, I mean, imagine the nervous system. Yeah, fight, flight, or freeze. Yeah, constantly on. Mm-hmm. You can't be your best self. Right. So how do you love yourself in those circumstances? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a lot. So do you think that everyone will find their best self in this lifetime? Oh, no, for sure. Not, I mean, are we like, all meant to? No, because I mean, I think that's, that's the whole point of being human. You know, personally, I think that you come back time and time and time again, and you have a lot of time to train and practice and change your consciousness so i don't know how many lifetimes that takes but i think we're all on the same journey we're all headed in the same direction it's just you know we're kind of at different places it's karma dependent i don't know you've (laughs) just burst my bubble i thought i was gonna get it well you will no no i think i think you're going to get it in this lifetime i just meant (laughs) i don't think everybody's that's a lot of people all at once and then the the planet would be empty. So no, we do. Yeah, right? we are ever evolving. But I, I, when I heard that, it was it was yeah. so disappointing. Brenda, this is a lifelong process <laughs> or lifetimes right. long mm-hmm. process, and it's like, oh man. But it also <laughs> takes a little bit of the pressure off, 
it right? Does. Like, right. We want, we want to win life. Yeah. Yeah. We're like, by the end, I'm going to have it all figured out. I'm going to, like, all my goals. I'm going like, to have won the lottery. Yeah. <laughs> versus just, hey, we're just here to have a great experience. So just enjoy yourself and stop putting so much pressure on yourself. Yeah. Well, yeah. and I think that's important to share, too, that, you know, finding your true self or allowing your true self to come out isn't always so blissful. I mean, it, it will be hard. And there will be times where mm-hmm. you're going to, you know, hit rock bottom or be sad. But I believe that you're better able to navigate those harder emotions when you are coming from a place of being connected with your true self. Absolutely. Because we're human. We're supposed to experience all those things. Right. Yeah, it's but unavoidable. There's a, it is. But we can do it a little smoother. <laughs> all right. We're going to have to take a quick break. But don't forget, if you have a question about being your best self, you can message us directly on our Facebook page, Love from the Hip, that's H-Y-P, or call 1-888-298-KKNW or 425-373-5527. The veil is a line between physical and non-physical realities, between spirit and matter. Listen in to Go Beyond the Veil every second Wednesday of each month from 2 to 3 p.m. In this jam-packed radio hour, hosts Sakura Sutter and Rory Reich interview folks who make a living crossing the veil and assisting others on their journey of healing and self-discovery. They will ask the hard questions to not only reveal more truths and clarity, but also to make spiritual sense. They hope by offering this resource where science meets spirituality that you too can finally put your skepticism to rest once and for all. So join them as they go Beyond the Veil. Is your tween starting to experience a change in their skin? Want to get them on an easy at-home routine and have good skin hygiene? Allow Sakura Skin in Mind to help your tween out. This brief, deep cleansing and educational 35-minute facial is just enough to get your tween, ages 10 to 12 years old, started off in the right direction. Sakura Skin in Mind uses the latest in the clinical skincare industry to care for your tween the right way. Sakura Skin in Mind, treating skin out there with an ounce of treatment and a pound of protection. Call 206-730-7429 or go to sakuraskinandmind.com. I want to take a minute and invite you on over to the Love Shack. It's a little old place where we get to get together, explore fresh perspectives, eavesdrop on juicy conversations, and uncover the mysteries that nobody talks about, but absolutely influences our relationships. And we're Tom and Stacey Bartley. We are the hosts of Love Shack Live, which airs every Thursday at 1 p.m. PST, 1150 KKNWAM. Yeah, come on over and join us. We look forward to connecting with you soon. Peach Buzz is great. If it's on a peach, let Sakura Skin and Mind remove unsightly hair with dermaplaning. Although its primary purpose is to remove layers of dead skin, it's just one of the added benefits, leaving your skin baby smooth, safe, effective, fast and affordable. What a concept! Sakura Skin and Mind wants you to look your very best, and dermaplaning is just one tool in their chest. Find out about dermaplaning at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A, skinandmind.com. We bring out the healthy skin and healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had. Welcome back to Love from the Hip presents the Conscious Coaching Hour. I'm intuitive medium, spiritual coach, and your host, Sakura Sutter. I am also host of Love from the Hip. And I'm forgiveness coach, author, and your host, Brenda Reese. And I'm transformational coach, author, and your host, Rory Reich. On today's show, we're discussing being your best self. If you have a question or need some advice, message us on our Facebook page, Love from the Hip, that's H-Y-P, or call 1-888-298-KKNW or 425-373-5527. All right. Well, let's go to our messages we have for today. Eric? Absolutely. Derek from Toronto writes in and says, how do I separate what is mine to work on versus what I've inherited from my family's lineage? Me, 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 me. Oh, it's all you. <laughs> I thought uh, this was going to I've been there. Um, I actually think that sometimes this is one and the same. And the very thing you may need to work on is what the family has asked of you so that it ends with you. So that's very well put. Don't you think? I agree. 
um, because the things that I have worked on, I'm noticing in my lifetime, right? I'm noticing that my grandchildren aren't going through the same thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a beautiful example. Like you get to see it. I get to see it. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I think that we do. We have that response. We have the choice. Right. It's always a choice. It's a choice of whether we want to work on it or let it be passed on, you know. But I think that that's how we know. The things showing up in our life, we can, I mean, we can take a look Mm -hmm. and you can do that little timeline thing and see, did the parents go through that? Did the other parents? Because we have those stories. Mm -hmm. So, oh, here's a pattern. Right. And so we can do whatever we work on. I agree with you. It's going to work on the family line. Yeah, I think for me, I've I've stopped worrying about where it's coming from. Mm Mm-hmm. So I would get really confused, like, well, wh- what is this thing and where did it come from? Like, I look at my story, it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense, mm-hmm. and it'd be pretty confusing. And now I'm like, I just listen to what's coming up. The so it strength, doesn't matter where it's no, coming No, it doesn't from. really, at this point it does, like, it's not mm-hmm. so important for me to understand exactly where it came from, as much as to understand what it is, how I feel about it, and then how do I release it, or how do I work with it, or how do mm-hmm. I let it go? And so I've just kind of dropped the, try, I should say, trying to drop the need to really understand everything mentally mm-hmm. and just try mm-hmm. to feel it more and experience it more and ideally process it and let it go. Well, and I look at it energetically too, as I know you guys do too, in the sense of we can choose to, if your belief is this way, whatever I clear, it's going to clear that energetic line. Right. So that always makes me feel really good about changing myself or, or healing myself or my beliefs. It's like, okay, I know it's doing good somewhere. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, you know, they say whatever we change goes seven generations back and se- it can go seven generations forward, depending upon what you believe. I think that's pretty powerful. Man, I've done a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> You've helped a lot. You know, but of sometimes peeps. they actually show up and they want the credit for where the trauma came from. You for know? you, they show up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't come to the door lately. So well, work with Sakura and they will. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Anyways. All right. Well, let's go back to our messages for today, Eric. Yeah, Sue from Toledo, Ohio says, how can I find my true self? Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, we kind of talked about this earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, you know, I think it's just putting aside time to listen to yourself. Right. I think we talked about this before, like we're go, go, go society and we rarely just put aside time or there's no television. We're not entertaining ourselves. We're not on our electronics and we just maybe have a pen and a pad of paper and you just listen to the things that come up Mm -hmm. and you write them down. Um, Nature really helps with that. Yeah. Yeah. I used to go on really long two hour walks and I'd bring a pen and a piece of paper and have my pocket just in case like Mm -hmm. something stuff would always come up. And I, right. if I didn't write it down, I might forget it. So I just write things down and then just keep walking. And I was amazed at how much came up during those sessions. And I really looked forward to them for that reason. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that's, that's one good tool. There's other tools. Yeah, I like, to, I like the self-reflection. The, that's how we find out. It's like what makes me feel good? What parts of my life now don't feel good? You know, because we have an idea of what behavior we're not real happy with for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so I love the idea of that, of going into the med for me, it's like going into it with a thought, going into it with journaling, either talking into my phone if I'm going for a walk or a piece of, you know, paper if I'm sitting there and, and jotting it down and having that idea and asking myself, what would I want to change about me? And then also going how the feelings are big for me. How yeah, do emotions. I want to feel? Mm-hmm. Because that really drives me, not everybody but me. And so really having that as a question going into it is mm-hmm. really helpful. And I would say also adding to that, Brenda, is starting with trusting your gut, mm. starting with trusting your intuition. And so using whatever tools that help you to do that, to establish that relationship, because you're making that relationship, that connection with your inner self first, mm, right? You're, you're saying that I believe in you yes. and that you're valid. Yeah, I think one of you mentioned this earlier, like in childhood, there's things that maybe you just love to do right. and those fell by the wayside. And so I think that those are good indicators. But then I think there's people that just grew up not really learning how to tap into that. Maybe they didn't have a lot of opportunity. And so it's also 
go out and try things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And say yes. Yeah, and then <laughs> and then you know, as you mentioned, Brenda, I go off the way I feel yeah. when I'm in a situation or when I try something. Yeah. It's like if you light up and you're like, oh, like I this is really fun. I'm getting a lot of enjoyment. Well, then go deeper, right? If if you don't have that, well, go try something else. Like don't be mm-hmm. afraid to just go out and try things on in life and right. see how they fit. That's how, you know, you get to know yourself even more. I love that. And it goes with the gut, right? Mm -hmm. But you were saying security, and I love what you're saying, Rory, because there's so many times I'm in fear. I don't, I get these little ideas. Ooh, why don't you go try painting? Mm -hmm. It's like, I can't paint. You know, immediately that, that, you know, the voices come in there. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, 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 get out of my comfort zone, right? Because that's what's keeping me stuck. And let me try some, just one, take a baby step, one one step right forward into something new or say hi to somebody if you're shy or, you know, doing these little things. Mm -hmm. And that can help you to discover and create the confidence to dive deeper into yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be willing to break out of that, your pattern. Mm -hmm. It's not always easy, right? You've got habits, (laughs) you've got a lifestyle that you're used to. And yeah, it takes effort to break out of that and try new things. That's worth it. It is. I would agree. (laughs) All right. Well, let's go back to our messages, Eric. Tracy from Oswego says, how can I help my teenage daughter be who she is when teens seem to be influenced so easily by other teens, celebrities, and influencers on social media? (laughs) (laughs) Mm. This actually happened to me. Um, and, And as you were saying, Rory, we're so susceptible to what's going on in mainstream media and social media. I mean, can you imagine if we had social media when we were younger? Oh, thank gosh. Yeah. We didn't. (laughs) Exactly. So with my own daughter, I I was noticing this, but of course it doesn't matter if you notice as a parent, it's up for them to be aware and for them to notice. And hypnosis is what actually helped my daughter to see that. And it was that she had given up all of the things that she loved doing, whether it was music or uh, creative play or, you know, acting, all of those things to be like everyone else. And so it was hypnotherapy helped with that for her to see that, but also just getting her away from it, right? Getting her out into nature, changing the environment, getting her away from the very thing that was bringing her to be like everyone else. But it's a challenge, you know, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm just starting that process with my daughter. She's 10. She's not on social media, but, you know, she does watch, like, YouTube videos and things like that. And I'm just constantly trying to have those conversations with her that most of this is not real, right? Like, she just assumes everything she sees is real. And the way people show up in the world is, like, that's exactly how they are and their lives are perfect. You just don't get to see any of that stuff. So it's it's also an education process Mm -hmm. around, like, hey, when people show up online, like, they're putting their best foot forward, right? That's not reality. It's maybe one side of reality. And so just trying to continue to, like, teach her and let her know that. And then, yeah, I just, I'm always trying to reinforce the talents that she has, the things she's excited about, and this whole thing of, like, just be you. Like, don't copy someone else. And I know mm-hmm. that's so hard. Like, mm-hmm. I, like, But I just, I think the more conversations I have, hopefully over time, like, that stuff will sink in. But it's it's going to be... I know it's going to be a really challenging process over the next eight years of helping her to kind of. And it's not like it wasn't there for us when we were younger, too. It just was different. different. Yeah. yeah, It's different. And I agree with you both. And I think getting the help that's needed from parents is really good. Like that hypnotherapy or even therapy, whatever mm-hmm. they feel, if they, if they feel like they can't, um, if it's like way out of hand. Because sometimes right. it does. It depends on what the need is. Because the teenagers are so hard with all that you're trying to do and you're trying to fit in and you know, you're trying to feel importance and get that confidence when you you don't know. But I, I just agree with both of you. Communication Mm. was huge in raising my girls, especially teenagers when they don't, when they roll their eyes at you. (laughs) And, but the (laughs) other thing never happens. What are you talking about? Keep that communication open (laughs) and be honest when you're struggling, let them know, you know, when you're going through stuff, let them know because when we can be an example, Right. of how to be our best self to our kids. And that's what they're going to see. Not what we say, but what we do. Yeah. Love that. We're the biggest example. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All 
All right. Well, with that, we're going to go take a break, but everyone stick around for more of the Conscious Coaching Hour. The passing of our loved ones always proves to be very challenging, but can be met with ease when working with someone who can hold space, compassion, and especially someone who works across the veil. Allow Sakura Sutter, multidimensional channeler and intuitive medium, to be your spiritual guide with the other side. No matter if you choose to communicate with your transitioned loved ones to help you with the grieving process, or connect with spiritual, galactic, and other light beings to explore and dive in more on your spiritual path, Sakura can assist you. Not only does Sakura channel insightful messages, but she also incorporates her metaphysical tools to help you move through blocks and unprocessed emotions and feelings, providing you with a closure, relief, and new mindset to move forward. So don't hesitate to take your first step towards healing so you can start living your life once again. Remote sessions available. Contact Sakura at sakurasutter.com. That's S-A-K-U-R-A-S-U-T-T-E-R.com. Your skin is your body's largest organ. Care for it properly, starting with your face. Sakura Skin and Mind offers several clinical facial treatments to help stimulate collagen production, eliminate toxins, boost circulation, and deeply cleanse. See a new you in your mirror. Clinical facials range from $90 and up. Do your face a favor. Sakura Skin and Mind, erasing wrinkles, one clinical facial at a time. Learn more, sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U. URA skinandmind.com. A health crisis is one of the most challenging situations we will experience in our lifetime. It leaves us frightened, confused, and asking, why did this happen to me? Transformational coach Rory Reich experienced his healing crisis when the life he had so carefully constructed came crumbling down around him. The universe had offered him a challenge. He chose to accept it and to rediscover who he was before it was too late. In his book, Transform Yourself Through Disease, Rory shares his personal journey alongside eight practical steps to help those who are stuck realize their self-impairing beliefs and discover ways of transforming them so they can reclaim their health and create the life of their dreams. Don't let your health crisis define you. Take the next step and transform yourself today. For a free life coaching consultation, contact Rory at RoryReich.com. That's R-O-R-Y. R-E-I-C-H dot com. Welcome back to Love from the Hip presents the Conscious Coaching Hour. I'm intuitive medium, spiritual coach, and your host, Sakura Sutter. I am also the host of Love from the Hip. And I am forgiveness coach, author, and your host, Brenda Reese. And I'm transformational coach, author, and your host, Rory Reich. Check us out on our newest affiliate, Timber Country 94.7 FM on Sundays at 9 a.m. Pacific. And at 9 p.m. South African time on Cape Town Zone Radio, 88.5 FM. All right. Well, let's go back to our messages for today, Eric. Liam from New York says, I've been working on myself for a long time, but I still feel discouraged by where I'm at in my life. Is that normal? 100%. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't believe in having a timeline necessarily. No. It just makes us feel more bad about ourselves. Plus, yeah, we I start think, to compare. Well, that's the thing. I think when you start to put this pressure on yourself that right. you have to be different versus just enjoying life as much as you can in the moment and enjoying the process of transformation, mm-hmm. that's a very yeah. different experience. I think releasing the expectation because that feels to mm-hmm. me like, like Liam, like you're having an expectation of yourself. I should be here at this certain time. I should be have this accomplished. So take a look at that. Yeah, and that expectation is then maybe set up by someone else, right, outside of you. (laughs) Yeah, and that can cause our suffering, right? So that makes us feel stuck. So if we can take a look at that, where do I have these expectations? And like you were saying, Rory, go with it, you Mm -hmm. know, to just to be able to bring it back in and redefine that for ourselves. Then I think you'll get probably smooth sailing after that, right? And be proud that you're actually working oh on gosh. yourself. You know Absolutely. how many people are not? <laughs> yes. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just be curious about the why. Why do you feel like that? Mm-hmm. You know, dig into that a little bit more and give yourself yeah. a little bit of relief. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say grace. You're thinking grace, right? Patience. <laughs> All of it. Yeah, right? right. Yeah. 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 Be easy on yourself because this a, is a process. Well, and yeah. it's a tough time in the world. So yeah. Yeah, there's a play. Be a little I extra. Mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Be a little extra kind. (laughs) I hope that helps you, Liam. It's time for Sakura's Spiritual Sense. Thank you, Eric. 
Well, let's ask Spirit, Universe, God for more guidance on today's topic. Today I'll be pulling a card from Divine Circus Oracle Card Deck by Elena Fairchild. It's a beautiful deck, by the way. Oh, yeah, it is. And so the card I pulled is the Clown of Crossroads. So I'm going to go ahead and share a bit from Elena and then add my own channeled insight. The Clown of Crossroads card comes to you when you are at a choice point, a time for you to make a decision and realize that your life does not have to continue on as it has. You are at a pattern-breaking, life-changing moment or soon will be. Of course, you can try to continue with the status quo, keeping things the same as they are now for as long as you can. However, in doing so, you will be saying no to the pathway opening up for you, leading to a different life ahead. And so I feel as though many of you are being called into choosing between yourself and a life intended for you and not choosing yourself, but instead settling for what is a life chosen by everyone else. So this is the crossroads Elena's beautiful card speaks of. While this is one of the most challenging crossroads to be at, I think it can also be the most rewarding. And I feel as though spirit is asking you to be a little more patient in making this decision to not be rash as more information is going to come and you will feel the answer inside of you. And I'd like to finish with Elena's affirmation included with this card, something I encourage you to say while you're going through this transition or making this choice. I make my choices from my heart at every crossroads in my life, always finding my way to greater happiness, peace, and pleasure. Oh, I like that. Yeah, that was, that was perfect. Right? Oh, I love how it always fits right with what we're talking about. <laughs> well, I think in those crossroads are those moments when you really get to try to tune into yourself, right? You're being asked to really show up for yeah. you. Yeah. And not other people. I mean, it just mm-hmm. went beautifully, and I always love your insight into that. Thank you. Yeah, you're <laughs> welcome. Brenda brings it back around. I feel like you need a horn. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Being our best selves is about creating awareness. What's working and what's not working anymore. When we become aware of our habits and behaviors and patterns, it puts us more into a co-creative energy, kind of like we've been talking about in flow and harmony. Instead of blindly doing the same things and justifying it with, that's just how I am or that's just what I do. (laughs) I love it when I become aware that something isn't working for me me anymore, like, uh, well, I love it after the awareness. (laughs) Right. Because during it, it's really uncomfortable. Like when I realized that I was consistently in relationships where the people had the same characteristics and it wasn't very fulfilling. There were patterns of betrayal, abuse, and I fell into codependency. It took feeling depleted to realize that in these relationships, I was the common denominator. Having that awareness was key in me making the changes I needed to make so I could be in healthier, more fulfilling relationships. So here's an idea to help you with your self-discovery and awareness to become your best self. Write down five aspirations you have for your life. What do you want to create in your life? Who do you want to be? It can be anything from finding love to making a million dollars. Be as bold as you can. After writing them down, say them out loud. That's important piece right there. Now notice, how do you feel? What do you feel? Does it feel exciting or is there resistance anywhere in your body? What are your thoughts? Are they, yes, I can do this, or what the heck am I thinking? Hmm. We can't change what we don't know is there. So this exercise helps us uncover some of those beliefs that we carry around that could be sabotaging being our best selves. A lot of us carry around many stories from our parents and beliefs around success or failure from other people or our own interpretation from when we were younger. Awareness is the first step, so you can now choose what steps you want to take in changing those beliefs and patterns to become your best self. Beautifully said. Thank you. Yeah, I love that. That was great. Here's Rory's Reflections. Being your best self isn't about radically changing who you are. It's actually about peeling away the layers to get back to that truer version of yourself. The one that came into this world connected to something deeper, the one before you were influenced by your parents, society, and cultural expectations. It's about reuniting with that unique, eternal part of yourself that knows exactly who you are, what you stand for, and what's best for you. It's about remembering and returning, not about being something other than you already are. 
We were all born perfect, but life is challenging, and we get off course. It's time to return home. Aww. Aww, I know. <laughs> Aww, I love that. <laughs> I like how you said that, too. With I, I do believe it's a soul amnesia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, what baby is not perfect when they come into this world, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. it's like what we put on top of them and how we change them. And then I also believe it's for a purpose. We go through the hard stuff. We go through the things, right? Because there's some learning and evolving going on. Right. Too. So there's that piece of it. So you're right. Let's return home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, ch- I think it. it changes the way that we think about our experience here, which is paramount. Mm-hmm. And I also think helping each other to walk home, right? Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. When we help other people, it mm-hmm. sure gets us out of our own selves and it gives a reflection back. Helps yeah. us remind us who we are. Right. And maybe who we want to, who we are inside, but maybe also the things we want to change about ourselves, too. And I don't, I, don't th- I don't think it's telling someone how to be, right, or how they should be, but no. letting them, giving them space to show up for who they really are. And then also sharing your own experience of what you went through to get there, right? Yeah. That's all I love we do. <laughs> all right. Well, with that, that's all the time we have for today. We want to thank Eric, our amazing producer, KKNW, Timber Country, Cape Town Zone Radio, and you, the listener. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and share our podcast, The Conscious Coaching Hour, which you can find under Love from the Hip. That's H-Y-P. Anywhere you can find podcasts. And what are we talking about on our next show? On our next show, and in celebration of Valentine's Day, Mm. uh, we'll be discussing love. What does this word really mean, and how can we embody and express it more? in our daily lives. Love the show? Have a question you would like us to answer on the air? Follow us, like us, and message us on Instagram or Facebook at Love from the Hip. That's H-Y-P. You can find me at SakuraSutter.com. You can find me at RoryReich.com. You can find me at BrendaReeseCoaching.com. Tune in every month on Wednesdays from 2 to 3 p.m. on AM 1150 KKNW and Sundays from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific on 94.7 FM Timber Country and 9 to 10 p.m. South African time on Cape Town's 88.5 FM for more of the Conscious Coaching Hour. Where we help you awaken your intuition and inner coach so you can live your best life. The veil is a line between physical and non-physical realities, between spirit and matter. Listen in to Go Beyond the Veil every second Wednesday of each month from 2 to 3 p.m. In this jam-packed radio hour, hosts Sakura Sutter and Rory Reich interview folks who make a living crossing the veil and assisting others on their journey of healing and self-discovery. They will ask the hard questions to not only reveal more truths and clarity, but also to make spiritual sense. They hope by offering this resource where science meets spirituality that you too can finally put your skepticism to rest once and for all. So join them as they go beyond the veil.